there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. Happy New Year from Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Yes, we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort. And Casino, and uh, on tap for the next three hours. Uh, guests that we have on today's program, Michael Lombardi will join us in an hour from right now. Longtime former NFL executive, current VSIN host, his takeaways from Week 17, who he likes in tonight's huge Monday night game. And uh, we'll talk about that game a little bit later on with Steve Tasker as well, former Buffalo Bills wide receiver and uh, special teams ace, played in the league for a long, long time. And uh, again, uh, so much on the line, Paulie. I think we could do like, well, first of all, three hours, probably not enough here on a Monday morning, as it never is. But we could do all three hours on the playoff games in college football today. We could do all three hours probably on what happened yesterday in the NFL or just looking at the eighteen week 18 numbers in the league and how they have changed. Yeah. And oh my God, and the movement that we have. So we'll get to all that today. Uh, and, you know, we will begin in both conferences in the one seed and how tight this is now at the top and the scenarios that could happen. I guess the the best news for Philadelphia yesterday is that the Giants won the game and they locked up their playoff spot, right? Because otherwise, I think we'd probably have a little bit more drama for the one seed in the NFC, but it still exists. Like, if the Eagles lose, the Niners can still grab the one, or, my God, the Vikings, uh, check that, the uh, Cowboys can still come over the top and move from the five seed to the one if it breaks their way. You believe that? You're looking at the five seed and can't wait to talk to Lombardi in an hour? But you have to get Hurts in there somehow, some way. 
Because even if you win the game, if you win the game, and it's a 13-point move now, you're right, they got the good news. I can't imagine why the Giants would play anybody. If, if you play Minshew and you win that game, Hurts is five, six weeks off. You right. won't play till the 21st of January. Yep. So you got to get them some time in there. And they couldn't get a first down uh, for much of the first half. And then by the time they rallied, it was too late. And then the horrendous pick six. And the Saints get the win. But you're right, with all these scenarios and the big overtime win with the Niners, looks like the Niners are going to get the two seed. Mm-hmm. Philly should win. But the, we, we, we know this, right? The Giants are locked in. That's it. The Giants can't improve their seat, but right. everything else, everything else is still pretty everything's much open. up for grabs in the in the rest of the league. Yeah. Right, and, and the way that I would look at this if I'm Brian Dable is I, I will give my guys a week rest, right? I'll, I'll give them all yes. a week off. They deserve it at this point. That, yeah. That's exactly what we need. We, we're probably going to take on the Vikings, which, by the way, the Giants can absolutely go to Minnesota and win. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I think that point spread would be no more than three. Absolute. They played just a couple of weeks back. We saw what happened there. And uh, the Vikings were very fortunate to win that game. But that was, you know, and they, they were fortunate to get a really dead team in the Colts yesterday. Oh. Right? Was... Can, and, and, and again, the news that I saw come oh. across, like, social media. Yeah, Jeff Saturday is going to be considered next year. He will be. Ursay's going to take that in consideration. Okay, yeah. I mean, my God. Yeah, sure. But what so, a train wreck. Uh, just think about that, though. If, we, if you had total chaos this week, and how big would that be for the Cowboys? Because look at how Tommy finally looked yesterday with Mike Evans. You're telling me the Cowboys are a shoe-in to go to Tampa and win a playoff game? Well, not a shoe-in. I would, I would like them in that game, but certainly uh, that's a fascinating matchup. But uh, it speaks to how bad they are defensively, right? How bad Dallas has been. Oh, yeah. Uh, and But that, that's a hell of a matchup, too. But uh, I, I would give the Giants the week off. Can't improve your seed. You have to like the matchup, take it on Minnesota. Have San, to. San Francisco should destroy Arizona. And at least get the two, and then uh, you got Green Bay lurking. Right there, you go. And yeah. Who's going to get? And that's that's unfortunate. What happened? That I wanted I wanted Lions Packers to be a, a win and go home game, but uh, Seattle should beat the Rams, and then if Seattle wins, the Lions are eliminated. So right. that's that's tough. And here's the thing too, and uh, I think we're going to find out more about the schedule for Week 18. What is it later on today? Who knows? I mean, well, what is this? They're come being on. very tight with this information. Yeah, like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. I mean, come on, guys. What do you? We didn't get the Saturday games until midnight our time. Yeah, that's right. That they flexed that. Right. That that came in while everybody was sleeping. <laughs> we'll tell you about the, those games coming up here in a little bit. But you cannot, here's the deal, right? And this is a great observation for people who were kicking this round yesterday. You cannot make Packers-Lions the Sunday night game Concur. if it's meaningless for Detroit, which Concur. it could be by the time they play. You, you have to, you must do this for the integrity of the league. But they're going to do it. I know they are. I know. I know. They're going to make a grave yep. mistake here. Yep. That's slightly overboard, but you know what I'm saying? Okay, you because if you have to play the Lions and the Seahawks in the same exact window, got to do it. Uh-huh. It's got to be late, and I I don't think they will because they know that Packers public team playing Sunday night will be you have tons of eyeballs on it across the country. Yeah, well, I I think whatever you put in there is going to do well. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to putting Cincinnati, uh, Baltimore in that spot, even though both teams are in. Would but, you? But you're right. That's just that that's that kills Detroit knowing they could take the field eliminated. Yeah, that stinks. Right? And a lot of people thought for sure it would be the uh, Tennessee game because the winners wins the division. Right. But uh, Are you okay with that? I, I was pleasantly surprised by that, yes. Yeah. Well, they're looking at it like it's kind of a dog matchup because Tennessee's playing a guy off the street they just signed in Dobbs. They've lost, what, five games in a row, mm-hmm. six games in a row, and it's still a bad division even though Jacksonville – 
Jacksonville's hot. So it's not the sexy game yeah. that it appears to be. You were off the show on Friday. Based on what we watched on Thursday night with Dobbs, though, don't you give the Titans a better chance with him than Malik Willis? Yeah, it's got to be Dobbs. But it has to be. Yes. Who are we kidding here? Oh, come on. It's a no-brainer. Plus, he gets the added boost of getting Henry in the lineup. Exactly right. So you at least have to expect the, uh, respect yeah. the run. So, and, yes. and by the way, based on our conversation right now, don't you kind of need to bet the Packers right now under that scenario? I like them, and and, and yeah. there's you cannot you can't make a case for the Lions at this point because just sit back and let the the you got two things going for you if you want to bet the Lions, let the public bet Green Bay the entire week and push a number up as far as possible, okay, and then you the the Seattle game obviously comes into play at that point and it's going to be on the Sunday night spot too if they put it there so then you can you're going to be able to grab a much better number so yeah. betting Green Bay right now and if you want to come back and bet Detroit later on you'll get maybe seven or whatever well I like Green Bay even if Detroit has to win the game but what what that number is so it's Goff in the elements and he, he was great yesterday uh and they played well but too little too late for the Lions it's unfortunate but the way the Packers are playing yeah and uh the special teams and the defense what a job on Jefferson and what a job they did shutting down the Minnesota offense. So I, I think Green Bay will win and cover, and and they'll sneak in there. And then, you know, okay, good luck against the 49ers. Yeah, I That's would all not, I'll say. Uh, I would say the defense can maybe turn pretty over a couple of times because he does make yeah. a couple of errors every single game. But also, if Shanahan wanted to, it's, it, it could just be run the ball right down their throats the entire time. That's how you approach the Packers' defense. The secondary is pretty good. And I have to tip my cap to Jair Alexander. I mean, we made fun of him last week on yeah. Friday. He sounded like a complete clown when he said that uh, Jefferson was a fluke. And boy, oh boy, he talked the talk, and he he did he ever walk the walk in that game? Yeah, Jefferson, that's going to cost me a fantasy championship. Oh, really? Jeff- Jefferson did nothing. God. I did not see that coming, right? And they were just terrible from the get-go. The two touchdowns were in garbage time, and then the, the off the block punt that set up the field goal. Right. Total domination by Minnesota. And why no one thinks they're going to do anything in the playoffs. Oh, they, they have which, a negative uh, point yeah, differential. That's all you need to know. Outscored as well. 12 and 4. Yep. Okay. So then in the AFC, and you're hold, to refresh people's memories here, you're holding a very nice ticket on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. It's at, it, what, what does it pay? Like $30,000 plus? 38000 Pays $38,000. Okay. So that was squeaky bum time yesterday. Yes, it was. And, and I'm and, very concerned because. Uh, they make stupid mistakes. They do. On the dumb penalties. They're good for a silly turnover every game. They're like they're the Golden State Warriors. Yep, they had a, they fumbled a punt, boneheaded penalties, and I don't trust the defense. But Mahomes covers up a lot of things that stink. Yeah. And he and he even threw a red zone interception, man, which surprised me. But you know, you get a big effort out of Denver. Wilson hung in there and played well. I know they got the big stop late with the defense on the fourth down play, but you, you fire Hackett and they got a shot in the arm. But certainly, and that is an enormous game now Saturday. I mean, that's uh, I'm surprised they did that too, because based on how important is this game tonight? Oh my God! Oh, it's gigantic. I know, but that's Kansas City could be playing for the one seed uh, on Saturday. So uh, there's a lot of things they have to clean up. Well, and, and, and you have to respect Andy Reid and Mahomes, but this thing, this thing is wide open. I would also say the best news for KC yesterday was the fact that the Raiders lost the game. Because if the Raiders yeah. had somehow, I mean, that was an awesome game against the 49ers. If they won that game in overtime, the Raiders are still kicking, right, to go into the playoffs. They would actually have a slim yeah. chance to get in. But but also the way you, I don't think the Raiders are going to pack it in this week either. I don't, I don't think big deal. I mean, we saw Stidham look great yesterday. Oh, 10 is outrageous. 
Ted Ten's a very high number. That right. Carter never threw for 311 this year. No, no, this no, he did great. not. Yeah. And keep in mind, the the Raiders get destroyed by Travis Kelsey every time they play. We'll run that down later on in the week. But they also, they've played the Chiefs well over the years. Now, that was with Derek Carr, but Stidham looked fantastic yesterday against the best defense in football, by the way. Yep. I, I couldn't believe what I was I, watching. I Good for him. You killed uh, Carr's trade value uh, in the process. Uh, yeah. Right. And uh, Adam certainly ate and had a big game as well. But that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's going to be enormous to get the one seed, though. But this is a lot, lot on the line tonight uh, determines what could happen. But there's a lot of things they have to fix. The kicking issues, do it. That's another you one. Missed an extra point. He yep. wasn't even close on the field goal. Too many mistakes again. They got uh, very frustrating to watch. Yeah, that was that was a tough one yesterday yeah. to to really have your eyeballs on. No doubt about that. But that's, I mean, any scenario is alive tonight. Bengals win. That's they right. they can still get the one. Bills win. They're in the driver's seat for the one. I can't imagine all the scenarios here just with Cincinnati with only two games left. Yeah. Get the one, get the two, get the three. Could blow the division still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is all in play here. It's incredible. Uh, winter sports in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them every week for new promotions like their Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Bet Rivers where it's a whole new game. We will get into the huge clash tonight in Monday Night Football as the Bills are in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals, two of the best teams in the AFC, two of the best teams in the entire league. We'll run it down. We'll get into some player props. And uh, we'll tell you that the Bengals are one of the better teams in the league at home. How do the Bills fare on the road? We'll run down all the numbers for you coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Winter sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, they have you covered. Great promotions and house specials. Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance. Sunday football parlay insurance at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Saturday is exhibit A of uh, how good a 12 team playoff could eventually be in college football. Yes, we're still going to get blowouts. But when you have 8s versus 9s, 5 versus 12s, and uh, side note, more games to be played, you're eventually going to get games like we had on Saturday. That was the best Final Four. Now, I said this uh, on with Brent Musburger yesterday. I'll throw college basketball in there. Basketball or football. That was the best Final Four I've ever watched. Wow. Because the Final Four in college basketball rarely delivers. Yeah. Both, yeah. You might have one good game, never both good games. Mm-hmm. That was uh, total chaos on Saturday, and I don't know if the right team won either game. I thought definitely Ohio State should have defeated Georgia. No doubt they should have won that game. The Harrison injury was huge. Gigantic. And one of the biggest timeouts you're ever going to see by Kirby. Great job by Kirby Smart. Yep. The fake punt's going to work. They are set up. Yep. I don't think they're, they're going to be able to come back, and Ohio State couldn't get the big stop. Uh, and a phenomenal game, but you, you, have to, you have to put them away, and you have to win that. You can't blow that if you're Ohio State. And Michigan, they can blame themselves for the the turnovers and the red zone issues. Absolutely. But uh, great job by Dykes. I mean, who saw this coming, right? How do you feel? Can you believe this? Think about it. You were in the national championship game in a week, and you're sitting there with a 200 or 250 to 1 ticket, and you could, what do you do from Georgia's a $5 favorite on a money line. Right. From a hedging standpoint. Right. My God, to be a 13.5-point dog, you're in a power conference, you beat Michigan, you're in the national title, 200, 250 to 1, and you're, you're a huge underdog. Yeah, look at this tweet from oh. David Purdom, ESPN. A couple of the 67 teams that had more money to win the title than TCU at DraftKings, look at that list. Liberty had more money. Northwestern, Southern Miss, Texas San Antonio on the list. Yeah. Colorado is the worst Power 5 team in years, potentially. Yes. The Frogs are 250 to 1 at DK. Our producer, Dustin's holding 80-1. to 1. Yeah. What does he do? You, you can't, I mean, you just have to wait for in-play. Well, but if it's 7 nothing Georgia, that's it. Though. No, it's over with. I mean, you can't, there's nothing you can do. No, I know. Uh, so you could <laughs> bet, you know, exactas were the way to go, uh-huh. but this is looking back in hindsight. Yeah. You could have gotten down on Georgia over TCU exactas before the game started on Saturday. Right? And, you know, as that game was, unf- and Michigan totally, I mean, they shot themselves in the foot 100 times, right? Mm-hmm. But when that game was unfolding like that, I'm like, and I had, I only bet Michigan to win the game when they were down big. I took a shot. That's the only bet that I really had on the game. Um, and I also had the under, which was totally toast. You However, weren't the, you weren't the only one. Four, yeah. Four point move. That's right. 60 down to 56. So w- when I'm, when I'm realizing that that ticket's dead, the, the total, I'm like, you know what? The TCU, 
I don't care what anybody says. Look at the schedule they played and compare it to who Michigan played in the Big Ten. The Big 12 was awesome this year. And yes, they're kind of like the Vikings where they survived every single week and hey, there's another one-score win or how they pull that one out of their hat, right? Uh, but the Big 12 was much better than the competition that Michigan played in the Big 10. I mean, yes, they beat Ohio State on the road. Very good win. Other than that, like who is really good that sticks out from the Big 10 this year? Not a lot of teams, but the Big 12, like every, the Big 12 this year was the true like weekly grind in my opinion. And the T, the T, this TCU squad, just yep. watching the game again, they have playmakers all over the place on both sides of the ball. Yes, they do. And I'm glad Sonny Dykes pointed that out meeting with the media before the game about, uh, yeah, we're not playing Citadel in November. We, we drew Texas while the SEC's playing Citadel. That's right. And how that worked out. So, uh, incredible coaching job. I mean, I never would to think that they he would be able to do this to come in. And Patterson was a legend. There's a statue of the guy. That's right. And they told him, get out. We've seen enough. And they bring in Dykes from SMU and, and to be, you know, 60 minutes away from doing this and shocking the world. But they should be playing Ohio State. But, you yeah. know, between the injuries and the, and the the field goal and you couldn't get a stop, fantastic game. But uh, I, I cannot believe Ohio State made George's defense look like that. I would agree. To get what they wanted and, and go march up and down the field for the entirety of the game. More on that game in a second. Yep. But here is Sonny Dykes. Brought it up here. He talked to the media about being doubted as a Big 12 team. And let me just say this. I mean, we know we're going to hear it again. I mean, it's not going to stop now. You know what I'm saying? We're going to play again in 10 days, and we're going to hear the same crap for 10 days that we heard leading up to this ball game. And, you know, we got to do what we did this game. we got to answer that criticism and show up and, and uh, you know, do what we're supposed to do. But I mean, if we think that's going away, I think you guys all know that's not. I mean, that's just the way, that's the way it is. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's a, it's a dumb angle for people to bring up. Yes. It's a really good conference. Yeah. You know, so I, I said this before the break. The biggest winner despite losing, Michigan quarterback J.G. McCarthy. I mean, I wanted, because they had... Nice the, outfit the gal had on. The, the broadcast had like seven different camera angles on. Just I wanted the McCarthy girlfriend angle. Yes. Can we keep that cam up, please, yes. the entire time? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I was fine with that angle, but at some point, it's like, I get it. The family's at the game. I, well, I know. I got it, right? You put her up in the right corner on her on yeah. her own. That's it. It yeah. reminded me of Brent Musburger. Uh, that's exactly what I thought. Absolutely. Yes. When Brent, well, why, why did Brent catch hell for that? It was Jen Sturger. Um, no, it was uh, uh, Kath, oh, AJ Webb. McCarron's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Catherine that's Webb. Right. No, there's Can't a, point out the gal's attractive? Of course. I mean, come on. Silly. How about the first play from scrimmage for Michigan? Oh, you're right, though. Brent did the same thing with Jen Sturgeon. Oh, it was Jen Sturgeon, yeah. Goes, yeah, when uh, Florida State with the wearing their outfits and saying, I think enrollment just went up. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. The the, uh, the cowgirls, they were wearing the uh, yeah. cowboy hats and everything. Yeah, okay. No problem with that whatsoever. But uh, Edwards rips off that long run to begin the game. You're like, okay, here we go. But then also, what about the touchdown that was like, they didn't give him? The butt, was it down? Was it in? And then the next play, they fumble at the goal line. TCU recovers. Yep. Now, you can't fumble at the goal line, but still, it's a, it's a horrible call. How that's not a touchdown. I, I don't I mean, get it. It's I really don't. And then you know, good luck figuring out what's targeting in college football, too. What is uh, considered targeting. Okay. Uh, but uh, that, well, it, right. You just, that was a, a huge uh, swing in the game. I'm okay with them not calling targeting on TCU. First of all, the kid, a lot of things here, right? It's a fourth down. It's the, potentially the final play of the game. The mm. winner goes to the national title game. I, I hear you. The kid for TCU was trying to make a play to make sure... The Michigan kid either drops the ball or doesn't have the first down. You can't possibly call targeting. And you're right, they have to go back and tinker with the uh, rule book, I think, with what targeting also means. 
But then did you think it was targeted on Harrison? I thought that kid for Georgia was trying to make a play on the ball. It was a heavy hit. And then people thought that Harrison stepped out of bounds. I went back and listened to the call and that it was going to be illegal touching. And it wasn't. They, they were actually went back and looking. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with that either. I, I, thought was it should have, I thought it should have been a penalty, but not ejected. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I would have cut it in half. And, and that's where they have to go back and screw with the fine print. Yep. Because not every targeting says the kid should be kicked out of the game. Mm-hmm. You have to think about it again. Use, use some common sense. These kids are in the Final Four playing to win a championship. You think they did it on purpose? You're, you're saying by the letter of the law, right. he needs to be ejected because it was a purposeful hit. Well, that's nonsense. What kid in their right mind is going to do that and, and go in with like the, the you know, spear of their helmet and try to knock a kid silly? That's not going to happen. It's a bang-bang play. Physics, folks. you got to take it into account. Is TCU going to be able to move the ball on Georgia like Ohio State? And we even saw in the second half of the well, LSU game. I mean, what has happened to this defense? I, I don't know. About like Ohio State did. That's a huge ask. Yeah. Well, and Ohio State's loaded on offense, obviously. Well, I mean, Drew Bennett asked us the question about can Ohio State get to 30? I can TCU get to 30? But, I mean, you, mm. you also, who knows how many points they score if Harrison doesn't get hurt? I know. I mean, they did whatever they wanted. And then Stroud just taking some unfortunate sacks. Oh, I, but what yeah. he was able to accomplish, I mean, to, to make a Georgia defense made him look silly. How good I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Remember, yeah. Oregon, nothing, three points. They embarrassed Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee couldn't move the ball. Yeah. That's now six quarters in a row where they've been lit up. Georgia's yeah, defense. Yeah, very true. So you say, well, the game was over, it was in hand. Well, still. I mean, still, LSU did what they wanted in the second half of the SEC title game. God, how, how good is Harrison overall? Oh, it's a cheat code. He's just, he's, yeah. he's phenomenal. They, th- this book here, Circa, and I'm guessing this is uh, similar across the board, they got absolutely mauled on the game. They got crushed. Well, they were coming in all over the country. Huge bets on Ohio State. Yeah. Money that, line, six figures nonstop. $300,000, $400,000 bets from seven down to four and a half. Now, now, think about that. All the way down to yep. four and a half on game day. and then. But here's the thing. Like the point spread actually mattered. So everybody betting the Buckeyes, they cashed those tickets. But also people who were betting either Georgia Moneyline or certainly Georgia, Georgia Moneyline parlay tickets, those were all alive and well for the entire yep. weekend. So you're, it's like a Super Bowl type game where the favorite is so short on the money line. Yep. That you get a, uh, a a great price on Georgia money line. I text Paul Stone an hour before kick I'm like, they're minus two ten on the money line. That's um, it's incredible. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe it. And they were extremely fortunate to get by and win the game. Mm-hmm. And then the way it worked on the East Coast, that the the kick was missed by Ohio State as the ball was dropping and, and midnight hit. How about that with the timing? And I've heard, I've heard from several people who are like at... Of course, they're like, we got to go back. we we got to watch Seacrest. How, how they thought this out was just a disaster. Not, that's not the first time it's happened, too. Though, no. About the timing and you know, going against the ball drop on the East Coast. Yeah. Lunacy. What a weekend to recap, uh, sports betting-wise. Paulie has all the details coming up in Win Some, Lose Some. The upsets, the bad beats. Next, follow the money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Football season GM Shuffle podcast, a must listen for every football fan. Hear former NFL executive Michael Lombardi go off on players, teams, 
coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday throughout the football season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings today, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, and here we go. The great Michael Lombardi joins the program now. His show, obviously, the Lombardi line is on this network as well. Weekdays at uh, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on the weekends at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Michael, Happy New Year. Thanks for the time. How are you? I'm great. Happy New Year to you both. Hope all is well. Yeah, you bet. We, we, Happy you know, New Year. We've talked a lot about the scenarios uh, in the first hour of the program today, and it's such a big game tonight. I'll tell you this. Where do you sit right now with how the Chargers are playing with Justin Herbert? As I pointed out, like if I, if they would happen to land like in the six, I think they'd probably be the five, the way it shakes out. But if the loser of this game tonight is the three, who wants to play the Chargers? I, I don't think anybody does. I, I mean, and I've been and I've been fading them, believing that they play close games. And you know, like yesterday, six and a half point uh, favorite. At, you know, I don't think it was a home field for either one. But they just dominated. I mean, the Herbert, their defense has really played a lot better. Now they have Bosa back. They're rushing the passer more effectively. That game, they controlled that game from start to finish. I, I think with the, the talent that they have offensively, when Allen and Williams, I mean, Williams made some incredible catches yesterday. I mean, just rare catches. And then Allen controls the middle of the field. Look, I think they're playing as well as anybody right now. They're a hot team, and, and defensively is really where I think they've taken their game up. And Staley's not getting in the way. You know, he's not mm-hmm. getting in the way and costing them games. So, yeah, I don't think anybody wants to play them at this point. Right now, as Paulie's told me before we went on air, they're five. You know, and so three plays five, I mean, four plays five. So uh, that's the perfect place to be because you get the AFC South, even though you have to go to Jacksonville. I think the only thing that would concern me is if the Chargers have to go and play in cold weather and see how they handle that. How about Belichick might sneak in the playoffs after this this season and what it's been like offensively? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of that, it's interesting how the league put Kansas City uh, and the Raiders on Saturday night, on Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. in Vegas, because if Kansas City wins that, they go to, they'll go to 14-3, and three and they'll have home field. Then that Buffalo game will be for seeding, right? I mean, to say Buffalo loses to, to Cincinnati, they go to 12-4, and four, and Cincinnati would be 12-4. and four. And Then that game doesn't mean anything, right? Or say Buffalo wins and they go to 13-3 and three and Kansas City wins, they can't beat Kansas City for the one seed. And so they're locked into the two seed, which means they're going to play seven, which they would repeat New England if New England beat them. So, and they know they can beat New England. So wouldn't you want New England to come in there as opposed to, you know, what are the other options? I just hope, I just hope we only get one AFC South entry. I, I, would, I, would, I would have a hard time thinking that Tennessee with Josh Dobbs at starting quarterback could yeah. be the seventh seed. Bills would be the three in that scenario. Uh, you're right, but that that's that's a possible too, depending on what happens tonight. So so what do I do with the Eagles now? Because uh, the Giants are probably sitting everybody. But what do I do with? Can I play Hurts? Do I have to get him in there for at least a half? Because if I win the game with Minshew and I'm the one, I don't have Hurts. He won't play for five five six weeks. Yeah, I think they probably have to go. I think they they'd never intended to go back to Hurts. I think the plan all along was to keep him out. I know they they tried to practice him, but I don't think we ever thought this scenario would happen. We always thought, at least I did, that the Giants would beat the Eagles in the last weekend to get themselves into the playoffs. I never thought the Giants would be in and the Eagles would need to win the game. <laughs> and I don't think the Eagles ever thought that either, right? Yeah. I didn't think the Eagles felt like this game. So the line's already at 14. The Giants are going to treat this game like a it's 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 all, I mean you're getting Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. If you like the if you like Philly, this line could go up to 16 before this, the ball gets kicked in the air because it's the Giants are going to play anybody. They're going to rest all their good players. They don't have a lot of good players, but they're going to rest them. This will be a Tyrod Taylor game. 
you won't see Barkley on the field. It'll be just run the clock, get it over, and get ready to play whoever they have to play, which is probably going to be Minnesota. And, you know, that game, they were a a five-and-a-half-point dog to Minnesota the last time they played them. And I think they walk into Minnesota with a lot of confidence thinking they can win that game. Oh, so do I. And I don't think that point spread would be higher than three this time around. I don't know how you can make it much higher. I agree. Yeah, the the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, so they're total frauds. Uh, What do you think about Green Bay today? You know, I I was, you know, Green Bay played, obviously, they played well. I, I, you know, to me, it'll be, this will be a fun game to watch this week because, you know, Detroit, you know, Detroit still plays well. You know, now Detroit's got to go up to Green Bay. Can they beat them? I mean, Green Bay, I'm not sold that their defense, because I think Minnesota, well, I've never seen a 12 and 14 get routed like this. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen this. Like, they're a, I mean, I know, I, I sit on the air, there's something about the color purple. You know, TCU's fortunate. Let's face it, they're very fortunate. They, they, they deserve to be there, but they're for, you got to say they're fortunate. Mm-hmm. And the purple people eaters in Minnesota are really fortunate, right? The color purple really comes through for you. And, <laughs> I, and I, I just think they're frauds. I mean, I just, you watch them, you know, you don't get beat like that in, in, in any game. No. I, I don't think anybody's scared to play them. And just by, by saying that, they find a way to win close games, but I, I don't think anybody fears them. There's no doubt. I don't think anybody fears Tampa, even though Tampa won yesterday and scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, the, the Carolina was without corners in the yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, they're playing yeah. two backup corners, and if they just stop Mike Evans from, from catching the nine ball, they're going to win that game. I mean, Carolina played well. I'm not sold on Tampa either. That's my takeaway, too. I totally agree with you. You can't let them get behind you time and time again. I don't care who's out. That's the only thing that hurts you. Who's the coach of the year now? Well, I, I got to think Dayball wins it. I mean, look, the wow. Giants are not very good. They're 9-6-1. and six and one. I mean, they'll, they'll end up the season 9-7-1 and because I don't think it'll matter. But, I mean, look, you could make the argument that Staley's team's hot. You know, he's not going to get any votes. Or you could, if Zach Taylor ends up winning out, you could make the case for Zach Taylor, too. I don't think you're going to make the case for Sirianni because of the team slip. Now, the Lane Johnson injury is more prohibitive than what we think. I mean, Minshew got sacked six times yesterday. Yep. Now, Hurts would have gotten out of those sacks, but their offense was stalling because they couldn't block that front, especially on the right side of their line. And, and Lane Johnson, he's going to try to play with an abdomen. I don't know if that's going to work or not. Great point by you. Uh, how about another guy who was recently banged up with the ribs at quarterback, Mike White? Do you look at that performance yesterday and say, well, maybe he's still hurt or he is simply just not the guy for the Jets? I, I got to believe that to me, let, uh, less of Mike White entices you, more of Mike White made you need, know you need a quarterback. I, I think, you know, to me, there's a 20 game rule with quarterbacks. You know, guys can have a good, great game. Mm hmm. But then you've got to be able to prove it over time. And in a tough environment, I mean, they, could, they couldn't move the ball yesterday. And that's not a good defense in Seattle. I hate to break the news to Jet fans, but yeah. that's not a good defense. And to not be able to move the ball, and for all the talk about the Jets being this elite defense, they sure didn't look elite yesterday at all. What happened? What happened to this defense down the stretch? Terrible. Couldn't stop you know, Lawrence in the Thursday night game. And then Walker gashes him right off the bat yeah. in a huge game. Yeah, I mean, look, to me, when you, when you break them down, I mean, I think sometimes you feel like you get these numbers and you rack them up. I mm-hmm. mean, Detroit moved the ball when they had to move the ball on them. I mean, Detroit moved That's the ball. That's true. Seattle was, That's true. Seattle, Seattle gained three. They, you know, they, I know they only averaged four nine a play. They controlled the ball for almost 34 minutes. You know, and the game's not really as close as the score because Seattle's two for five in the red zone. I mean, the Jets only made it to the red zone one time. 
and they couldn't make any plays. And, you know, when you go out to Seattle and you try to throw the ball 46 times with Mike White, you're destined to lose the game. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised by how bad. How bad How bad was Carson Wentz, though? I mean, I think Carson Wentz. I mean, I don't know how many more chances Carson Wentz is going to get. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, this is it's kind of fascinating, right, guys? I mean, you know, Ron Rivera is not going to make the playoffs again. And he's only been, when you go over his career, I mean, I know he's, he's treated like royalty in the National Football League, but when you break down his career, he, hasn't had, he doesn't have winning seasons. He's had three winning seasons in his career as a head coach. I mean, when you break it down, he had the great season in 13, they went 12-4, and four, lost the playoff game. 15, they're 15-1. And then 17, he's 11-5. and five. But since then, he hasn't had an above 500 record. That's this will be this will be the the fifth season that he hasn't been above 500 as a head coach. Wow. Uh, any thoughts or any strong opinion on tonight's game? Two of the best teams in the entire league playing in Cincinnati. That point spread right around one one and a half. The Bills are favored. You know, I just think Cincinnati is playing at a high level. I think they just the game out in the second half. They do a great job. And if Josh Allen keeps turning this ball over and making mistakes, now he makes great plays. Don't get me wrong. But this will be fun. The two quarterbacks, I just think since he's playing just a tight, a little bit better right now, and, and I think since he's a hot team, I'd I, I take the Bengals in the point. Yeah. Do you think, do you think Burrow can steal the MVP from Mahomes, or is it, just, is it over with? I'm looking right now, Mahomes is like minus $8 to win this award. I mean, I think if he wins this game and they win out and, and something happens, you know, look, uh, I, I think Burrow certainly got, has a lot of consideration, but Mahomes – Yesterday, they struggled again. I mean, how good is Kansas City? Do we think they're – I mean, they struggled to beat Houston. Yeah. You know, I know they covered to beat Seattle last week, which was the first time they've covered as a doll, as a favorite. But, you know, there's vulnerability. I mean, look, I think the Raiders will give them a hell of a game this week. I think the Raiders proved so. yesterday that, that, that all this rhetoric about nobody likes the coach and all this rhetoric, everybody's unhappy in the locker room because they, they demoted Carr. That sure as hell didn't look like it yesterday, watching that team put 500 yards – on the best defense in all of football. Think about that. With yep. a backup quarterback, Stidham looked legit yesterday, Michael. He did, and, and what it proves is it's no different than Purdy. When you get the guy to run the offense and he does what you ask him to do and he gives players a chance to make a catch, you know, the Waller throw down the seam. You know, Waller goes up and gets it. Adams, chance to make the play and doesn't throw the ball out of bounds. You got a chance. You know, Stidham was 66% completion. Carr, on the other hand, all year had been at 60. Carr threw a lot of bad balls last year, this year. Yep, agreed. Thanks for the spot as always. Happy New Year, and we'll be watching and listening to the show today. Thanks, guys. Thank you. There you go. Well done. Lamarty Line, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, Monday through Friday, right here on VSIN. Now, was that a one off, though, for Stidham? Because he said Mike White, he can have glimpses of where he looks really, really good. But I don't over, think so. Yeah. I just you see how the, you see the weapons that they have, and yeah, it's a playoff team. And, and, and Carr killed them this year. Don't yeah. forget this. Uh, people were tweeting this out yesterday. He was the number one quarterback recruit in his class when he came out. Like he was ranked ahead of Joe Burrow. I mean, he's so he has that the pedigree to where people thought he could be a really good quarterback. I know well, it's a long time ago, and well, quickly too. What if Shanahan's going to run out here and get the two seed? He's got a shot. Coach of the year as well. We have opening numbers for Week 18 in the NFL up next. The look-ahead line was 1.5. It's now 13.5.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber, only $79. Get access to everything we do through the big dance. Sign up today, you get $20 to buy VSIN hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at the online store. You get every play by every host and every guest. Betting splits, betting reports, limited time offer. Sign up now. Access through the end of the madness, vcin.com slash subscribe. It is such a big Monday night football game tonight with the Bills on the road against the Bengals. The Bills are a very short favorite here in this spot. And to discuss it now, Steve Tasker joins the program, had an illustrious career in the NFL, now co-hosts One Bills Live on WGR Sports Radio 550 weekdays from 1 to 3 Eastern time. Steve, it's a pleasure. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, you, you bet. It. You bet. Let's let's begin with uh, the the Buffalo side, obviously, in this game tonight against the Bengals. I mean, when you look back at last year and say what what really held the Bengal or the Bills back, it was just a miraculous game and a loss that they suffered at Kansas City. If anything is holding the Bills back this year, what do you think it is? Uh, probably, probably their own health. Um, that's been one of the things that has kind of hamstrung their ability to play their best. Micah Hyde, great safety, was out early in the season. Of course, Von Miller uh, on Thanksgiving, they lost him for the season. Uh, and then other guys, particularly early in the season, they had a rash of injuries that you know kind of held them back, I think, a little bit. 
in the beginning. They went into a swoon midseason, lost two straight games, one to the Jets, one to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Josh Allen, during that stretch of those games, even though they they still won most of their games, even in a stretch where they swooned, they turned it over, uh, particularly in the red zone. And uh, I think if there's one thing that has held them back, it has been you know, the turnovers and the turnover margin that they haven't been able to win. They're still winning games, no question, six-game winning streak. But turnovers have kept games close. And if they can get rid of that, they're really, really hard to beat. Is Poyer going to play? This West that? Yeah, I, I, that's a question mark. He's still questionable. Yeah, I would say he probably will give it a shot. I don't know. I don't think if uh, the way the Bills do this, their culture is that they take care of their players. And that's one of the reasons guys are um, – Signing there is free agents. The reputation the Bills have is they protect these players from themselves. A guy wants to go when he's not quite ready, they won't let him go. Um, they hold guys out knowing that they'll be better for it in the long run. They'll come back 100% and play better in the coming weeks than they will if they drag an injury around for a month and a half. So uh, that's the way they do it. It wouldn't surprise me if they held him out if, if indeed his injury is that bad. I don't know if it is. It's been a, he's been nag- dragging a knee around. He had his elbow hurt early in the season. I think with the playoffs, being in the playoffs and the way they're playing, I think they feel that if they're 100% physically all over the field, even, with, even without Von Miller, even without Micah Hyde, I think they believe they can go on the road and beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they'll they'll – take their chances against the Cincinnati offense as good as it is and make sure they're 100% when the playoffs roll around rather than take a, sh- ch- take a chance on getting the wow. one speed and playing guys. Yeah. Uh, they've been good enough for three years to win the Super Bowl, guys, and they've, you know, for uh, running into Kansas City on the road in the playoffs has been a problem. But I, don't, I think that monster has been slain. So I, don't, I, don't, I think they'll, they'll do what they can to make sure they're 100% in two weeks rather than for this next week, 17 and 18 games. Oh, that, that's a great nugget. So the the one overall seed doesn't necessarily mean as much to the Bills as some people might make it out. Uh, good to know. Steve Tasker, our guest here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, you know, talking about all these injuries, Tredavious White was banged up for a lot of the season. He recently came back. How do you see this going tonight with him matching up? I'm, I'm, does he take on Chase? Does he match up against Chase the entire time? If not, how does this break down? Yeah, that's interesting because this is as good. You know, you guys know Cincinnati's a boatload out at wideout. They got a ton of guys out there. Uh, they, you know, T. Higgins, um, Chase, and Tyler Boyd. Those guys are, are are really the best trio in the NFL. And you, it's really crazy to think any team can go that deep into their secondary because really you want to tell, you want to double team one of those guys. And if you can go by down and distance and formation and personnel where they're lining up, you want to kind of pick the guy you think is the most likely number one receiver, kind of double him up. Oh, man, who's got four corners good enough mm-hmm. to double somebody and go three and go man-to-man on the other two guys that you're not doubling? So I think this is a, a night where the Bills will zone it off. They'll use their linebackers, Milano and Tremaine Edmonds, to try and clog up some, um, some um, passing lanes, I think, the key really for this game defensively for Buffalo is how fast and how few people it takes to put pressure on Joe Burrow. If they can get quick pressure with as few guys as possible, four or three, uh, they're going to have a chance. But if it takes, starts taking five guys, six guys, and they get spread thinner and thinner in the secondary, 
um, that plays into Cincinnati's hands. So it'll be up to the front four of Buffalo to really take the pressure off their secondary. In the past, in past years, it's been just the opposite of that. The secondary has covered for those guys up front, but this year it has been different. The front four has really played much, much better, and that's been the key. How do you feel about Josh's game right now? And and if, if the turnover bug has gone away, and also the stretch where he's been running into bad weather games as well, and maybe yeah. they found something there with the rushing attack against Chicago. Yeah, that's the thing. And a lot of people complain or whatever. You know, they kind of discount Buffalo's rushing attack because Josh Allen is a part of it. Um, you can do that if you want when we're sitting here on the you know on the radio talking about it. But, man, when you're on the field, you got to defend it. Um, it's a problem. The Bills run the ball better than Cincinnati. Um, Devin Singletary has had a better statistical year than – than Joe Mixon, um, they are they're they're a load up front. They run the ball really well. And Josh Allen, if I'll tell you this, if you, if the Bills don't turn the football over, you can't beat them. They're just too good. Josh throws it too well. He he forces the ball. He forces the defense to cover every inch of the field all the time, and that's just too much to ask of those guys. He throws it too well. Diggs is too good. Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie. Now they got Cole Beasley back in the mix, and they've started to get real mileage out of James Cook and Devin Singletary. Um, Josh Allen and this offense, um, along with the defense that they have, man, oh, man, they're a load. Um, so, Allen, you're right. Um, there's a time when he starts – you know, thinking outside the box and trying to do some things he doesn't need to do. He do, he loves to show his arm off, and it gets him into trouble sometimes. We'll see what happens when these games get big. Whether he can sit back and let the let his teammates help him, but I think that's the key. If Josh Allen takes a deep breath, takes what the defense gives him, this Bills team um, is an absolute wrecking crew. Don't disagree at all. Uh, does Diggs snap out of kind of a mini funk that he's in? I mean, based on who he is and how he you know produces basically every single week. Steve, his last three games: thirty-seven yards, sixty, and twenty-six. And Gabe Davis is—you uh, don't know what you're going to get from him every game, too. So, does Diggs actually snap out of it tonight? You think? Yeah, I think he's got a chance to do that. I think they'll they'll make a concerted effort to get him involved. Um, and it's when when he's involved. He really elevates the rest of the receiving core because when he draws some attention, Gabe Davis is better, Isaiah McKenzie's better, um, even Khalil Shakir, the rookie, is better. So they, yeah, they, their receiving core, I think, because of the problems Josh has had turning it over, I think that people have kind of the shine has come off their receiving core. I don't think they're, uh, I don't think they're untalented or anything like that. I think it, it is a fact, a function of Josh more from the pocket running the football. Uh, he loves to make plays off the page, but I think you can count on them making con- a concerted effort to get Diggs involved tonight. They know mm-hmm. they need to run. They need to run the, the passing game through him first and foremost. And if they can focus on him, everything else will come into come into play later. Hey, Steve, we have about, about a minute left here. You don't have a vote, but if you did, uh, you probably know Brian Dable very well from his time there in Buffalo. Now the first year coach with the Giants. If you had a vote for Coach of the Year, would Dable get your vote, or would it be somebody else? I think so. I, yeah, I know him. He's a friend of mine. So yeah, if Dave should get my vote. He, uh, they are the I think most overachieving team in the league this mm-hmm. year, uh, from start to finish. Uh, certainly, they got off to a fast start. Nobody expected that, but being able to hang on 
and squeeze out the wins that they have they have this season in, in that division, you got to tip your hat to Brian Dayball and the Giants. They have really played well. They've won games exactly the way they have had to run games, and he has helped Daniel Jones really become a, a quarterback that the Giants can win with. Um, a lot of people had their doubts when Brian Dayball, and that doesn't even mean that Daniel Jones will be there next year. I mean, they may get somebody, but man, oh man, he gets the most out of the quarterback and you got to tip your hat to him. So, yes, I would agree. I think Brian Dayball deserves consi- strong consideration for Coach of the Year. And if I had a vote, he's my guy. You can follow Steve on Twitter. He is at SteveTasker89, co-host of One Bills Live, WGR Sports Radio 550 weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time. Steve, thanks so much for the time today. Happy New Year. Guys, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Be good. Great job. You know what? We're going to look back at the Dayball thing and cool. say it was Tom Thibodeau all over again. How do we not recognize uh, it? Yeah, could be. Yeah. Interesting answers there. Oh, very much so. Also, if, if you, to me, he's saying they're going to sit guys too if they lose tonight. It's not that. And remember, we talked about this when I watched the game against the Jets at home. I'm thinking, do they even want the one seed? Because they're an indoor. This isn't a typical Buffalo team, right? They're high octane, throw, 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 and they play like a dome team, That's right? Can the one seed work against them where their own weather in their own city, you walk in, you got a blizzard or you have a howling wind, and it neutralizes the great passing attack they have. And certainly they can. They can beat their chest and say, we can go anywhere and win. Because they've gone to Kansas City the last two years and done it, and they should have beat them last year in the playoffs. I I can't, I mean, I can't disagree with what you're saying. I mean, it it really makes a lot of sense. If they have piss poor weather up there in a in a game and and Allen is just taken out of it because the wind is swirling yeah, and right. he can't throw the ball, but it's also well, that, 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 sure, sure. But we saw how bad it was the last week and two weeks ago, and now uh, Steve said he can see his grass now. Yeah, I so I mean, that. I don't know how that works. Yeah, he's mowing the yard yeah. in January. Oh God. This is Follow the Money on v Winter sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance, great house specials at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. God, this is so enormous tonight. I mean, again, to think with a week left in the season, Cincinnati could be the one, the two, the three, the five, or the six. Yeah, we could still get we could get th- round three in a rematch of Cincinnati Baltimore. That's in play. But if you're the two, you might get the Steelers or the Patriots. If you're the three, you might get Lamar Jackson coming back. God knows you might play the Chargers. Good. If you never know how that's going to break as well. But so much on the line here with this game, and and who gets the two seed? And yes, Buffalo can still get the one if they win out. Kansas City can get the one. Cincinnati can get the one. Cincinnati could drop all the way. Cincinnati could blow the division. You never know. Stranger things have happened, too, even though there's $7 right now. Actually, I like your angle. If the Bengals lose this game tonight, I think then you have to go Cincinnati and Baltimore Sunday night football next week. I think that has to be the play. Again, to go back to what we're talking about with the Packers and Lions, if the Seahawks win that game, Lions are eliminated. What's the point of having that on Sunday night, then? That's no good. Here's Dan Campbell. And we're here, I, I know we're going to find out more from him today. Like They'll probably ask him about that scenario. But here he is on taking on the Packers Sunday with the playoffs potentially on the line. I think it means everything. I think it's just so special. Um, it's as good as it can get. I mean, seriously, you get to go to Lambeau, uh, historic Lambeau, 
uh, where the the tops in this division has been Green Bay every year for years, and and to go earn your right, you know, uh, to potentially get in. Even if you do get that win, doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get in. I know this; we're guaranteed to get one more week, and uh, and so I just think this is as special as it gets. I mean, I just don't think you'd want it any other way. My buddy and I were talking about this last night. We never looked it up. We were just guessing. The last time this division had two playoff teams and Green Bay wasn't one of them. He was guessing late 70s. I said probably early to mid 80s. Oh. And? We never lo- I'm going to look. I don't know. I haven't oh, looked it oh up. Yeah, okay. That, we haven't looked at We were just going back oh and forth on text. We're like, that, honestly, he's like gut reaction. I'm like, oh uh, my God, I got to go all the way back to the 80s probably. Yeah, you were terrible in the early 80s. Randy Wright and those guys. Mikowski right. before my magic man. Awful. They were awful. So then, Oh, wow. That's so, a good one. So when like the Bears were really good. Early well, 80s. Were the, Vi- the Vikings were good. Well, the Vikings were a good in the, in the early 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was the, oh absolutely. Yep. Because you had Peyton and, and the great Bears teams as well. I don't think. He'll still he'll still sell the right thing. Let's have a winning season. Let's knock them out. Yeah. Let's uh, meet a lot to the organization and, and the Lions to, to ruin Green Bay season and also win the game. This is assuming they put it Sunday night and, and Seattle beats the Rams. But, right. Uh, I tell you, when you get in a scenario like this, though, you're racking your brain about all the close calls coming back to to bite the Lions now. Losing the game against Buffalo, all the close losses early on. Even the Steelers, great story, right? Turning it around almost in the playoff mix. Yeah. Blowing a 10-point lead at home to Zach Wilson. All this stuff sticks out and looms large now if you're going to miss the playoffs by one game. Yeah, I think you can say the same thing about the Packers. They blew the game against yep. the Giants over in London. Sure. Co- total collapse job. Um, they were probably outplayed against Washington. They were not great there. They totally blew the first game against Detroit when Rodgers had three, what, red zone INTs? Yeah. Lions also blew the first meeting against Minnesota. That they did. Campbell trying a long field goal, 54 yards. That yep. was a bad move. Here's Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, why he still believed uh, when they were 4-8 and eight five weeks ago, they still had a shot at the playoffs. Mm, I still believe in myself and – Felt like it just takes one sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's strange, but when we were sitting at three and six, and we looked at the next three, at the time Tennessee was playing really well. Obviously, Cowboys playing well in Philly was number one in the league, and I just felt like if we get one of those, we can win the last five, and nine and eight was going to get in. Dangerous if they get in. Not if it's San Francisco, no. Yeah, that I, is I, not going to go well. If they, there's just a horrible matchup for them if I, it's San Francisco. Yep. They're a physical team. Yeah, that I don't think and that Green that's... Bay. Yeah, Green Bay can't stop the run. And what are they really? I mean, okay, congratulations, you've won four in a row, and they were phenomenal yesterday. Total domination. But Tua gets concussed. Mostert with the huge fumble. They were looked like you're going to get ready to get run out in that game mm-hmm. on Christmas. You beat Baker Mayfield at home Monday night. And uh, they didn't play well and came back to beat Chicago. So it hasn't been exactly the uh, 85 Bears they've knocked off during this stretch. Let me, okay, let, let me throw this at you. And I can't believe I'm going to bring this up because we love George Kittle. Is Brock Purdy forcing the ball to George Kittle too much now? You're seeing that? That's what you think? Oh, man. It, too much of it? I, I honestly well, thought, dude, you might want to look at somebody else or not throw it. Like in the windows, he was trying to get it to yeah. Kittle yesterday. I thought That's maybe fun, yeah. a tad much. Oh, it's, it's, it's fascinating. The playoffs are going to be fascinating. Right. Can you keep this up and win every game with Mr. Irrelevant? Mm-hmm. And he has made mistakes, but they've dropped these interceptions. It happened in the Thursday night game against Seattle. There was a couple. So he's going to make mistakes. But then again, uh, maybe Shanahan's too good and the talent 
supporting cast is too good that they take it to the Super Bowl. And what a story it would be. Can he win Rookie of the Year? Shanahan Coach of the Year. These awards are wild now, what's yeah. happened here. And we don't really see anything for awards as of right now. They're taking their time. I don't blame them today to post them. I'm sure they're going to come out and populate the board here in a couple of hours. The only award that we see is MVP, and Mahomes is a gigantic favorite. But I can't wait. What do you do with Comeback Player of the Year? What, what do you do with Coach of the Year? Who's going to win like Offensive Rookie know. of the Year? I have no idea. Walker had a big game, but if Purdy goes 7-0, and yeah. he gets you the two seed. <laughs> and still a chance at the one. But Oh, if, if, if Brock Purdy wins oh. Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm yeah. going to have to take a couple of sick days. Yeah. That will be a very ugly result for me. Coach of the Year, I think Shanahan's right in the mix. I know that people are working overtime with Dayball. Uh, it's a tough call with some of these. These are, this is, I mean, because with the Purdy, it's like who... I mean, Wilson really didn't have great numbers. I no, know he, no. He, he, he's good, but I know he had to work with Zach Wilson for much of the year. Yeah. And then Walker missed time, and he was great yesterday. So it, it's a difficult. Um, the, the scenarios here again, but I, I, I like this one. The scenario where the Titans and Jags both can get in. Titans beat the Jags. Bills beat the Patriots. Jets beat the Dolphins. Steelers lose. Titans would win the division. Jags would get the last wild card. How kooky is that? Well, I mean, everything's in play here. Yeah, Jacksonville to make the playoffs. It's basically a money line bet on the game this week. But also, huh. they can still get in, like you just said. They're minus 330 to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get the one seed right now at DraftKings, the overall number one seed in the AFC, the Chiefs are minus 105. The Bills are plus 110. The Bengals are 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Yeah. Well, that that's, I mean, that's a correlated parlay yeah. there, there yeah. too. They need to win out, and the Chiefs would have to lose against the Raiders. Yeah, they're laying seven next week. And uh, I'll give you this in the NFC. The Eagles are minus $12. The Niners are 7-1. to And the Cowboys are 60-1. to Um, If you do a correlated parlay right now, a money line parlay, betting against the Eagles and the 49ers this week for them to both lose, that pays about 41-1. to Cowboys would obviously still have to win, but 60-1 to is actually better than what you're going to get on that two-team parlay. Anything else surprise you? I can't believe Miami is plus one hundred five to make the playoffs. Yeah, explain that. Yeah, they have to. They need a. They need to beat the Jets, which is going to be tough with a third string quarterback, and then they need help. So I can't believe that's plus one hundred five. Mm-hmm. And as we sit here right now, we don't know who they're uh, who they're going to play. At court, who the what the Jets will do at quarterback, and this is with only a week left. The Giants are locked into the sixth seed. That's all we know. That's all we know, and how enormous. Just they're waiting for this game tonight. To determine the schedule and what they do on Sunday. Fitz check it in 2000 before realignment. Vikings won the Central. Tampa Bay got a wild card. Sean King, Green Bay 9 and 7, Detroit 9 and 7. Oh, but that's when Tampa Bay was still in the division. Yeah, Ravens okay. won the Super Bowl over the Giants. All right, thanks. Yeah, also 1991, Detroit and Chicago both made it. That would have been when Bear, one of those Barry okay. Sanders years when they were actually pretty decent. I, I, well, that, by the way, it's not just the Bengals where they can land at the one, two, three, five, or the six. I mean, it's like a ton of these teams are oh, yeah. all over the map. Yeah, Bills. Yeah, Bills. Imagine betting on seeds right now. Oh, can, can, can you put up markets on that? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? You've got to take the plus 280 on New England right now. I mean, it's correlated. I mean, you, if you think Cincinnati wins tonight, and we're just talking to Tasker and what Lombardi said earlier, that the Bills would sit people then at home and open the door for the Patriots. I mean, he was, if what he said 30 minutes ago comes to fruition... 
And it was a very good breakdown. The culture there in Buffalo, they take care of their players. Yep. Everybody knows about it. Free agents, they love hearing about right. that. My question was about Poyer. If he's pl- They're 11-0 yeah. when he plays. Right, right. And, and they he, might say, you know, just get ready for the playoffs. Don't risk it tonight. And when he said that they know they can go on the road and win anywhere, <clears throat> the, the yeah. one seed, is it kind of just irrelevant then? They don't really... It's, uh, it's, it, this is a big difference, though. It's a huge difference. Huge. Just the two and the three. Oh, the, the, the two and the three is night and day. Massive. If I'm the two, I get you at home in a rematch, and I might get the awful Patriots offense or the Steelers, and you might have to play Herbert or Lamar Jackson. Or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you could be staring at the Chargers or the Ravens. Meanwhile, I get uh, you know the also yeah. rans of the league. And upsets happen, so you never know. But this is wild. This is so much on the line here. We will recap our plays from the weekend and tell you what we're betting here early. Coming up next on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.